Sports to the max here on a Tuesday night. Timberwolves tomorrow night. They get Oklahoma City. Our coverage at 6.30, tip after 7. Cal Soderquist and then Alan Horton. Maxi is returning on Thursday night here on Sports to the Max. Well, the legislature is meeting. Uh, we, we've heard about the potential for a sports gambling bill. And... Uh, One of the authors of that bill joins us on the line, Representative Zach Stevenson. Dia Feller from Coon Rapids joins us on the line. Representative, good to visit with you tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Sports gambling. Uh, It sounds like uh, there are a lot of people on board. There's bipartisan support that uh, the Native American gaming interests are on board. Uh, Sounds like all good so far. No, it's been a long road to get to this point. Uh, I first said I was going to try and get this passed back in November, and since then I've really been working hard trying to pull together a coalition of people behind it, talking to all of the interested parties, whether you know you mentioned the 11 sovereign tribes in Minnesota. That's had me traveling to all corners of the state. I've been all the way up to uh, Red Lake uh, Nation up in northwestern Minnesota and all the way down to downtown Minneapolis where Sports Radar, a sports data company is. I've just been working uh, pound on the pavement, trying to get as friends and as much perspective on how we can build a Minnesota-specific sports betting uh, model uh, that works. And I think we're making a lot of progress, and it, it uh, showed today. We had our first committee hearing in the House, and uh, we passed the bill out 14-4, to 4, uh, bipartisan bill. We had support from both Democrats and Republicans, it's a great first step. Yeah, and let's talk real quickly about the bill, what it would look like, how it's structured. Now, we have limited time here on the radio, maybe a Cliff Notes version of what the bill is about. Absolutely. So if this bill passes, Minnesotans will be able to go uh, to a brick-and-mortar sports betting lounge in casinos across the state. They'll also be able to place bets on sports from their mobile phone in a competitive marketplace with several different operators. When we're talking like DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM, uh, will likely be able to play. Uh, it'll be operated uh, by uh, the tribes. You know, they're the subject matter experts when it comes to gaming in Minnesota, so they can be our trusted partners as we're making the biggest change to gambling law in 40 years. And it, it is. Uh one of those things that will generate some revenue for the state of Minnesota, but not as much as people would think. That's right. So, you know, for two reasons. One, sports betting is a high-volume, low-margin business, which means that the amount of revenue is not as big as people think. The other thing to think about is that we are really trying to move people from the black market into the legitimate market. What I mean is, uh, you know, we have people who can already bet on sports in Minnesota, they just got to go to these digital web, these uh, shady websites and digital workarounds. Uh, so if we tax the legitimate market too high, people will just continue to go to those shady websites. So we need to keep taxes low. There's a few things we need to fund. We want to make sure that we're funding the regulations, the consumer protections. We want to make sure that we're funding problem gaming, you know, treatment uh, and programming around problem gaming. And then the last thing, I, I want to devote 40% of the tax money we collect from this Uh, towards investing in youth sports with an emphasis on places that are experiencing high levels of juvenile crime. Juvenile crime's way up in Minnesota, totally unacceptable. And the thing is, we know youth sports makes a difference because when kids are playing sports, 
they're not getting into trouble doing something else. Uh, 14 to 4 in committee, uh, but it takes a long way to get through committee in the House, then uh, the Senate, and then uh, typically uh, the House and the Senate uh, conferees need to get together before it ultimately ends up on the governor's desk. Uh, what about the Senate side? What about the governor? What have you heard on this bill? Well, the Senate, uh, they have a bill. Uh, it's a little different than the House, as you mentioned. But I think it's one that we can work out the differences. So I'm feeling optimistic. And then today, the governor said he would sign a bill if the legislature passes it. So uh, we really have a lot of momentum. I think this is the year that we're going to get it done. Um, how soon could this start? Because uh, Minnesota is sort of an island right now when it comes to sports gambling. Uh, the states around us, many states in the country have uh added sports gambling of some sort there and every state is completely different um when could this start ultimately you know that's a great question you're right we are an island every state and canada that touches minnesota has legal sports betting in some form or fashion every model is a little different i think our model will be really good for minnesotans i'm optimistic that they'll be able to get it going quickly there's every incentive to move fast and so what i always say is i think it's possible uh, likely even that we'll have sports betting in time uh, for the NFL season, maybe even by the time the Vikings play the Packers. Wow. Uh, so this is going to move pretty quickly. One of the things we've heard along the way is that you, there would need to be a restructuring of the gambling compact between the state of Minnesota and uh, Native American gaming interests. Is, is that rolled into the bill or would that, that need to be a separate negotiation? Well, the compacts apply to gambling that occurs on tribal lands. And so for the mobile aspect, for being able to do it from your smartphone, there's no compact. That's totally different, and we just need legislation. To do uh, the, the sports betting lounges, which we, which we envision would be on, at casinos, there would be, have to be a, a new compact between the state and the tribes. Uh-huh. But that would be new and on top of the existing compacts i don't we're not going to reopen the old compacts now now i've got to ask you representative zach stevenson uh dfl from coon rapids um why do you why did you take this on i mean there there, there's there's a lot of things a legislator could do what 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 struck this about or what what did this bill uh appeal to you why did you feel like this is something you needed to move forward well, you know, uh, it's, a, it's one of these big issues uh, that's out there that's a question of how and if, not when. As we've already discussed, a wave of states have legalized sports betting. It would come to Minnesota eventually. And to me, this is important to get right. This is the biggest change in our gaming laws in 40 years. It has really profound impacts. I want to make sure that we have the consumer protections that we have the right market structure, that we're uh, uh, protecting people from problem gaming. And so it's a really important thing that we get it right, and that's what drew me to it. I also I chair the Commerce Committee in the House. We have jurisdiction over gaming law, so this falls right in sort of my wheelhouse of what I'm responsible to be working on uh, down at the Capitol, uh, and, and it's the biggest issue we've had in that, in that area in 40 years. And it, it's got to be refreshing, and I, I've talked to uh, one of your counterparts, Representative Pat Garofalo, uh, a Republican. Bipartisanship, that, that's been yeah. a, a, a dirty word, whether it's state government or 
or federal government, but to get bipartisan cooperation on a bill like this, that is a good thing. And that that's a rare thing these days. It absolutely is a very good thing. And, you know, I work very closely with Pat uh, Garofalo. He's a, a friend and a good colleague. And, the, and you're right that gambling uh, is one of those issues that doesn't fall neatly on partisan lines. I do want to just say that St. Paul, uh, our state government, isn't nearly as afflicted by the disease of partisanship as our federal government. You know, there are a lot of issues where we're able to cooperate and work together. They don't always make headlines, but we really do get a lot done uh, across party lines in St. Paul. That's a really good thing. It's one of the reasons why I'm really happy with the job that I get to do at the state legislature and kind of look at Washington, D.C. and go, geez, that's a mess. Yeah. Well, uh, Representative Stevenson, I know it's a bill that's getting a lot of attention. There's a lot of other work to be done between uh, now and adjournment. And uh, if, if history tells us anything, there'll probably be some sort of special session uh, to, to sort out unfinished business. But are you optimistic this is something that, that could get to the finish line uh, before the end of this session? I, I mean, where do you 60-40, 70-30, what's your thought at the moment? Yeah, I, I'm very optimistic. I thought today's vote was a very productive sign. When you have something that's passing 14 to 4 out of committee with a lot of support from both parties, uh, I think that that's a very good sign. We're getting a lot of great feedback from the people who work on it. And you're right, there are a lot of issues, but you know that's part of the reason why I said that we, it's so important that we spend the money generated by this tax on something that affects one of the most pressing issues that we're facing today, which is juvenile crime. You know, a lot of the crime you read about in, in, in the paper or maybe even experience these carjackings, these car thefts, it's kids doing it. And uh, we, there, there's no simple solution, no simple explanation for why the crime rate's going up. But one thing we do know is that programming, youth sports, things like that, that makes a difference. You keep kids busy doing something constructive. They're not doing something destructive, right? So, so it's important. That's an important part of the bill. All right. Well, good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Thank you. I come back anytime. All right. There he is, Representative Zach Stevenson, DFL, Coon Rapids, on uh, the sports gambling bill. Made it out of committee, and there's a lot of optimism that this will happen here in 2022.